ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please share with your friends and your family. We are currently in our knowing series studying in the book of John, and it's that time. Let's jump right into it. All right. Thank you for joining me today here on the podcast today. I have my good friend, Britt, and then we have the first time for Brandon Tompkins here on the podcast. We do need some sound like... There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And who just had... First child, right? That's correct. Zakai. Zakai. Yeah. Oh, he's a month old. Second month child. Old. Second child. Second, Second child. child. I'm so sorry. I didn't okay. hear that. He yep, was like, yep. yep. <laughs> uh, the first one is a year and a half, actually. Okay. So nice. we have two children under the age of two. Awesome. So, okay. How's it feel? Exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, actually, I can't feel anything. Yeah, that's right. I'm numb. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, you've been coming to Center Point for a while now. Um, how long have you been coming now? Uh, I think this would be my fifth or sixth year. Awesome, fifth okay. or sixth year. Doing yeah. a lot with uh, young adults group, right? Uh, young adults. We um actually just concluded young adults um small group for our, our on our end because. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had two children. Um, <laughs> it's a bit of a It sounds like an excuse, yeah. but I'm, I'm totally kidding. It totally, totally is kidding. an excuse. But I'm <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> but yeah, um, we worked with a youth group for a while. Uh, that was about two years back, I think. Um, yeah. And that's so on the horizon. We're stealing you back. Yeah, we might we <laughs> might be going back. <laughs> Very good. Well, we'll dive into the sermon today. Um, interested to hear you guys' thoughts on John chapter 17. Uh, Pastor Tom went through the, the chapter today, and we get to see kind of like a, a window into the desires, the heart of Jesus. And uh, this is like an intimate conversation and it reveals a lot and confirms a lot about Jesus and can, can give us kind of a scaffolding of, you know, a prayer life and everything. And this is an in-depth prayer that he, he gives. Um, so when pastor Tom refers to this, he refers to it as the high priestly prayer. And that was offered up on the eve of his crucifixion. Given that timing, what do you think, um, what he asked for and what he didn't ask for and how was that significant? given that timing. Anything stand out to you there? Well, I'm going to recycle a little bit because I (laughs) I did preach on this on Wednesday night with the youth. And my point was, uh, okay, if if you could pray for anything right now, you knew it would come to pass, what it would be. Okay, boom. And all the kids kind of shouted out their stuff, money, food, whatever. And I said, okay, now let me see, let me pretend you knew you were going to die tomorrow. What would you pray? Totally different. So I think, um, the same could probably be said for Jesus. Maybe not. He's a little wiser than us, you know, as Jesus. <laughs> but um, I think his prayer towards the end of his life is going to be a little bit more urgent and a little bit more um, meaningful just because he, he's, he knows he's at the end. He knows he's only got a few, a little bit left with the, and he knows he's going to be raised from the dead and have a little bit more time after that with them as well. But this is kind of it as far as their ministry together. So I think that the part of what he's praying is, is extremely important. And, and it's, it's really revealing Jesus' true heart for his people going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about this is it's layers, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one way to see it. And then on top of that, he knows his disciples are listening in on this. Mm-hmm. That's so important. yeah, exactly. So this is the last thing they're going to hear mm-hmm. before I get crucified. Specifically in a prayer setting too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it really, um, it 
causes you to beam and focus in on 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 what exactly he is saying you know yeah mm-hmm. um yeah yeah definitely yeah it's uh interesting <coughs> yeah that to kind of compare how a lot of my prayers sound versus this you know it's it's more of not you know this is my prayer for the day and everything. This is my prayer for the next week. Or This is like an a, eternal prayer yeah. and it's uh, very impactful. And yeah. it's something that, you know, we can look back on and it definitely applies today just as much as it did at that time. And so, oh, you know, he, he, mm-hmm. he, he broke up the, um, the chapter into three different parts. So first Jesus praying for himself. Oh, so it's okay to pray for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> there we go. Thank Jesus praying for his disciples and then, uh, Jesus praying for future believers. Uh, so first he, he goes into praying for himself and, uh, this is verse three. This is eternal life that they know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And so he kind of got into that, um, you know, concept of he's, he's homesick as well. And so he wants to go back to being at that right mm-hmm. hand of, of God and how, you know, we can, this kind of, this definitely confirms, but also, you know, I, I wonder how much they really comprehended that, that, you know, Jesus has been there from the beginning mm-hmm. of time. And, you know, they're hearing this and, and hearing that he wants to go back to be uh, with the father and right. everything. Um yeah. Is there anything that stood out to you there when he starts to pray for himself other than just the permission of that it's okay to pray for ourselves? Mm, okay. Mm. Yes. That it's, that's where I was going with it. Um, that it's this idea that it's through him. It's that same echo that we've learned through his whole ministry mm-hmm. that it's only through him that you can get to the father. Mm-hmm. And it's that same thing that through knowing me and through my coming that they would know you, the one true God. And that's like that it, it's a perfect ribbon on his ministry, right? Absolutely. It's a perfect like kind of bow tie on, yeah. on in that prayer for his ministry. Absolutely. Um, Pastor Tom, uh, he emphasized the whole um, Jesus being glorified um, and the Father being glorified through mm. Jesus, um, which I thought was the running theme throughout the, the uh, through the the, the sermon. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Glor- like, gl- that is our mission that to is glorify. Your, Everything else exactly. falls underneath exactly. that. Yeah. Um, and you know, that to me is, is like the proper place for Jesus. You know, right. you know, this is, this is where, you know, I'm going back to where my position has been, is, and will, and will be, be forever. Yeah. You know, um, and it really, it, it really brings to light that whole, that idea of eternity. I mean, mm. which is a concept that's hard to bring your, you know, <laughs> right. your, wrap your mind around, right. obviously. But, you know, and this is the only way really I can, you know, grasp it. Yeah. And then the concept, maybe not, I don't know if we're out of place here, but the pastor Tom's it for the believer eternity begins now. Mm -hmm. That was huge Mm -hmm. for me today. Cause that's Mm -hmm. something I've never considered. It's always been, I, I want to glorify God and I want to do his will and what he wills me to do to please him so that I can enter into eternity. Mm -hmm. It, it, when you're a believer, it's, it started, you're in it. Like your eternity starts the moment you accept Jesus into your, into your heart. That's, that was, that was cool for me. Yeah. That's hard to to keep that mentality though throughout mm. our lives because we can recognize it more on those, you know, heights when we first accept Christ, when we get baptized, those are kind of easier. But, you know, for me, I, I work with people that are 80s, 90s, and, you know, they, I've seen that that can lose, you can lose sight of that. Right. You can lose sight of um, that, you know, eternal um, 
calling that you had and they're kind of just waiting for, you know, I'm ready to be with Jesus. I'm ready to be with Jesus. You know, I see some people that are on, are on hospice and everything. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I get it. And I, I, that's something that, you know, I pray for as well, but you know, it's hard not to become complacent or just stagnant in your, um, belief sometimes when, right. when you don't view it through that lens that it starts now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we place a separator, right? Like mm-hmm. there's two totally different lives. We have our earthly life. And once that's over, then we can enjoy our yeah. eternal life. And it's like, no, let's, let's, let's mesh the two. Like, yeah. I love that. Your, it's, your eternal life, it, cause it has, I mean, you're going to, you're going to pass away one day. You're mm-hmm. going to die, but boom, you're still, you're still living. You're, you're immediately still living. It's, it's, it's a really incredible concept. Yeah. And then he goes into uh, praying for his uh, disciples. Now, what stood out to you there when, how he prayed for the disciples? He talks about, you know, being protected um, from the attacks of the, the enemy. And he kind of went into to that. Um, anything that stood out to you to, on that aspect of the sermon? And how do you see the enemy at work today? Um, well, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so I... Uh, it's actually going back to the whole eternity thing, yeah. right? So, um, you know, we are we are facing you know dark forces mm-hmm. in this world, and um, yeah, you know, Pastor Tom brought up the the whole school shooting that happened mm-hmm. in Nashville. Yeah, um, that's just one example of many, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, you know, because we entered into this eternal life, mm. is it really anything to be afraid of? Mm. Mm-hmm. You you know wow. what I mean <laughs> you know it's it's heavy. So, yeah 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 I mean this is it, it is and I think I mean and this is just my take but you know that is kind of connected to the prayer that Jesus is saying for mm-hmm. us you know that we keep that mentality through the through our lives you know and we we display it you know yeah. um, this confidence know, this of, confidence yeah. I mean and yeah I mean things are gonna go wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we are in a broken world, right. but you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're we're in this eternal life. And we're secure. In we're that, secure yeah. in it. Absolutely. Echo on that, that mm-hmm. broken world. I love how Jesus prays, not that they'd be removed from the world. Like that's like we often think, like oh, get us out of this broken world. He says, I'm not praying that they're removed from the world. I'm praying that they're protected in the world from mm-hmm. the evil one mm-hmm. through truth. And then he echoes that truth is my word. Like that is, it's a beautiful, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge. Cause it's like, Lord, just save us from this broken world. But he's like, no, like I want you in that broken world, but I do want you protected from it so that you can lead through it through me. Well, I, how could we be glorifying God if we were taken out of the world? Right. You know, yeah. If we're absent so, from it. Right. There's, absolutely. There's no one to glorify. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, leaning on him through that, you know, glorifying, glorifying him. And, you know, it's hard to glorify him when you're just fearful of all the little things that are going on in the world. Um, but when you're focused on him and his presence and everything that helps you kind of get out of that. And like you said, it's, um, you know, how can, how can we fear that when, when we do view this full eternal view of what mm. Jesus has done and everything, but, um, kind of going back to you, Brandon, I, I know, I know you're a teacher here in Brevard and, you know, he went into the school shooting and how, um, you know, the transgender issues there, uh, how have you seen your position as a teacher kind of change in ha- in the last couple of years of, you know, seeing some of these things, come through and uh, is there anything that you've really noticed of how 
you know, students interact with you or how people could be fearful in the school setting? Mm-hmm. Anything come out there? Um, actually, both the transgender issue and the school shooting, massive issues um, mm-hmm. in the teaching world. Um, it's unfortunate. Uh, we actually just uh, did a fire drill for, uh, you know, this is a fire drill on this past Friday. And, you know, students being, you know, the age, you know, making jokes of it. And I'm like, you guys, you kind of have to put your head on a swivel here yeah. mm-hmm. because this is, we're in a vulnerable place right now. We're, you know, we're, we're massing as a group and everything. And I need you guys to take it a little bit serious. You know, while I'm saying this, I'm, I'm like, man, it stinks. I have to, right. I have mm-hmm. to even say that. Like, Just to you know, damper but, yeah, yeah right. absolutely. And you know, they, they understood, yeah. they the understand yeah. it is the reality. Um, you know, um, you know, there's a vulnerability to it that I, I guess I just had to accept at some point mm. um, and just pray that it doesn't, you know, that, 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 that eventuality doesn't ever happen. But, you know, um, <laughs> put it on God type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Just pray and, let go, and hope let for go. the best, or, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, in, in the transgender issue, honestly, I don't know if that's even worth opening it can of worms yeah. over, but it, it, I mean, it is a thing. It is a, it is a, a, a controversial thing that exists in schools. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Especially I when mean, you I, probably have parents, some parents in support, some parents completely against, and then the school system has to, has to deal with, with it. It's, it, it uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I, I put supreme value over the word and scriptures yeah. overall, you know, over everything. Um, that being said, um, as a public school educator, um, there's a lot of things you got to take in. Yeah. Parents, um, safety of your, of your students. Yeah. Um, safety of your job. The safety of my <laughs> yeah, job. Yeah, true. Yeah, you know, the policies and procedures that they have in place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's hard to navigate it. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, wow. kids, you know, kids are confused. Kids are are scared of the issues that are going on. And, you know, I can probably see that looking to figures of authority, teachers, you know, people of and asking these questions because, you know, they're generally don't know what to do with the information that is out there in culture and everything. Um, but I feel like you play a, a impactful role as a teacher of just, you know, not necessarily, you know, giving them exactly the answer that, you want or may, but at least leading them in a way you know uh, that can be helpful for them and that you know eternal right. moves and everything so um but yeah definitely as far as you know the teachers go in the county and everything i am definitely right respect it yeah you guys are very respected because it's it's a hard job right now so and, hard and, and it, I, I can't imagine you know what you deal with on a daily basis right and it even kind of links back as, as a christ follower in that situation mm-hmm. you for you brandon and it links back to what Pastor Tom was talking about with glorifying God always, mm. even when we disagree, even when there's that that those ruffled feathers, and it's like that's a hard situation. Like I pray for you teachers all the time because like it really is a hard thing to navigate to glorify God, but also to still make him and make the church attractive to those people that differ from us, right? Yeah, because you want them to to want to mm-hmm. be here, but you. It's it's a fine line. Well, mm-hmm. to 
put a pretty bowl around this. Um, (laughs) You know, that's that's what it is to be in the world, right? Right. As as a Christ follower. Um, Mm. I just was listening to some guys on a different podcast. Um, but they wow, were, you listen to another podcast besides <laughs> us. <laughs> You're off. Yep. Sorry guys. I'm <laughs> but, um, they were talking about, you know, this, you know, being, um, Christian in the world is a life of tension. There is, and that's <laughs> how it, it. And it, you know, it, it's not that the world has changed. Right. The world has been the world since, you know, the fall of Adam and Eve. Right. You know, and just being a believer in this world, in this broken world, mm. is going to put you in tension at all times. Wow. And, you yeah, know, and true. that's, you know, that's, as a teacher, I definitely feel that tension. <laughs> definitely. I'll bet. So. That tension, you know, grows you, grows your faith. And yes. if you were to just pray that you get out of it, then, mm. you know, that wouldn't be the right. way that you grow. Mm-hmm. And so that tension is important. And I feel like we're called to, embrace that. And right. so, um, yeah, but so also kind of, he referred to, uh, Flip Wilson, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that, uh, kind of, um, show there where he goes into the devil made me do it kind of joke. And, um, how do you, how do you balance Satan's deception and our own responsibility? Um, just as far as that goes, you know, sometimes we can get into the concept of, um, you know, the devil made me do it or, you know, that, that, that kind of mindset, but how, how can we balance that, that relationship between the two? I love how pastor Tom said, I think we give the devil too much credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, 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 we have to put it on ourselves. We ultimately make decisions. The devil's not making decisions for us. He's, he's, you know, he's got all this, this stuff to distract us, trying to get us to make those, but ultimately we are making the decisions. And so I think we got to, it's a funny joke. I lo- it's it's goofy. Love mm-hmm. it, but but I think in our Christian lives and, and be taking it seriously. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it, even in life when, when you take Christianity out of it in life when things happen to you and you blame everybody else. That's the that's a clear sign of someone who's not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. You you just point the fingers at everybody else. Never take responsibility on yourself to grow and be better. Same thing in the Christian walk. We can't just blame the devil. Devil's been doing this for thousands of years. We can't. A million, whatever, how many years? I don't. I'm not getting. Uh-huh. I'm not going to get into the argument of time and stuff. But, but however long he's been doing, he's been doing it for a minute. We can't keep blaming him. It's, it's. We got to take some responsibility on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what comes in mind is uh, what Jesus said to Peter about, you know, the evil one is going to sift you like wheat. Mm. So it makes you wonder, like, well, okay, I, I think it's Tony Evans that says it's, it's not the devil. It's God's. God, God created the devil, mm, you know, and right. God will use the devil for his own purposes, including to, to strengthen your, your, your faith. Sure. You know? I mean, he did it with Job. It, right. We saw it with right. Job. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I'm, but ultimately I think you're right. Like, you know, it's your flesh that you're battling mm-hmm. with. Um, it, you know, it, yes, there is a spiritual warfare 100%, mm-hmm. but at the same 100%. time, you know, we need to strive to live in the spirit in Christ. You know, Absolutely. That's, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. Every time I, I think about that, that relationship there, I, I think of the, the screw tape letters. I don't, I think we've mentioned that on, Incredible on the book. podcast before, <laughs> Yeah. but just thinking about that as, you know, maybe what's going on in my life is that, you know, this demon or whatever is being trained to, you know, put these things in front of me that, mm. you know, are alluring that I might, might go down these different rabbit holes and, um, get, get tricked. And it's definitely a, a book to, to 
reference back because yeah. it's it's a good good picture to think about when you know because this is it's a hard concept to kind of uh, get, but yeah, that definitely puts it in in a bit a bit of a context there that. Um, yeah, yeah, and the way it's written is so interesting. You'll mm-hmm. have these two demons like communicating with you, like, oh, we got them. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, we tricked, you know, and it talk it talks about like that. The conversation is more like, oh, this worked, this didn't. Let's mm-hmm. try. It's like oh my, yeah, it's read the book. It's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Totally different perspective. I own it. Never read it. Oh, <laughs> you should. It's, <laughs> it's, it's an incredible perspective. Um, so then the the third part of it is uh he goes into praying for uh future believers. And uh, he prayed that there would be unity for the future church. Jesus isn't talking about getting away from different denominations. He's um, praying about being one church. He's talking about a, a unite, unity reflected in that Godhead. Uh, what are your thoughts on on that and how we can see that, you know, different church issues can cause splintering and, you know, di- division? How how does that impact us today with that? what he said? I mean, for me, it's it's always been an annoyance, I guess, for me in the church, the fact that there's so – it's not even the denominations and, and the different theologies. It's it's more that we allow those to separate us. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think differences and different trains of thought and different and, and challenging each other is bad. Like that's what strengthens us because we can have conversation. We can kind of determine what we believe to be right and accurate, compare it to the gospel, compare it to the Bible. What – gets me is when we allow those differences to separate us. Because like he said, outsiders looking in, we'll see how we treat our, each other within the church. And that's going to give them a perspective of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. If they look in the church and they see nothing but division, nothing but frustration, nothing but arguing, nothing but um, uh, disrespect for each other, specifically between denominations. I mean, shoot, Jesus said a house that's against itself cannot stand. Mm-hmm. The church is against itself right now. We are <laughs> against these. And it, and I'm not saying we should all agree. We don't have to all agree. If you agree that Jesus died, rose from the grave, saved us from death, sin, and the grave, and, and hell, let's start there. That's mm-hmm. an, that is where we should all fall on a similar platform. Mm-hmm. Let's grow our, our unity from there. Yeah. If we have these other things we disagree on, let's have conversation. Conversation's great. Mm-hmm. Diversity's great. But we can't let it divide us. We can't let that that diversity and those differences of opinions divide us. That's where we're at right now. And it's, as you can see, it's, it's frustrating for me. I, mm-hmm. I have this passion to get churches <laughs> together and, and I'm hoping to do it through the youth and, and kind mm-hmm. of start doing more things with other youth groups so that we can say, like, well, we are all one church mm-hmm. under Christ. And so I'll, I'll stop there. I, I'm clear. I'm getting, I'm getting into it. <laughs> no, I have to quote you twice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you did get a quote there. I did. Like, I, he asked me, he was like, hey, I'm preaching on John 17. I heard you did too. And I was like, awesome. He's like, give me your sermon outline. I was like, oh no. <laughs> he found something. Go. I'll take it. Good. Uh, but he did talk about uh, social media and how that can cause more division in the church. And I kind of I kind of disagree with, with that as far as, you know, being that. Honestly, I, I feel like social media brings issues to the forefront earlier in the, in the conversation rather than letting those issues fester in the church and l- allowing those, those issues to become more deep rooted. Mm. I feel like social media kind of gives us light of those quicker. So Shines on, a light on it. Honestly, yeah. I, I feel like social media has played a role in, in helping bring those to the forefront quicker than, you know, I don't know if you guys share that opinion well, or not. I, 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 I think it's a matter of how we're using these things. And once mm-hmm. again, I mean, to go back to the theme, glorifying the mission is mm-hmm. to glorify Christ, right? Right. If we're, if we're using our social media to glorify Christ, then all for the better, right? 
Um, I do think, to Britt's point, I I do believe that um, you're going to find, you know, things to disagree, argue, um, have conflict with in the church mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we are people mm-hmm. and people are fallen and people are, you know, sinful and all that stuff. Not and only are we that, people, we're millions of people. We're millions, <laughs> right, exactly. We're millions of people. Um, but at the same time, what an awesome place to practice, you know, the fruits of the spirit, yeah. you know, to be, to learn how to be more peaceful, yeah. you know, how to be, uh, have grace to show, you know, somebody forgiveness or yeah. be forgiven, you know, um, you know, you're, you're definitely, if you're in church long enough, you're going to have church hurt. It, <laughs> yeah. I, I hate to say that, but it, mm-hmm. it's true. Um, but that's not, that's a, the time to push in, mm-hmm. you know, that's not when you retreat. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I agree. And that is unity. That brings unity. Absolutely. You know? And to, to your, your social media point, I totally agree. I think it, it, when used right, hundred mm-hmm. percent agree where I, where I, where it's tough as I think, especially as Christians, almost maybe Christians more, more than others, we need to learn how to respond well on social media. I think, um, I agree with the, when you bring the issues into light, I, I, I think social media can be incredible. But when you jump in those comments and you see someone, you know, from church or someone, you know, is at another church mm-hmm. and they're just on there just ripping someone. Yeah, and it's like, wow, I know that person. Right. And, I, and reading that, I I wouldn't even want to go to that church mm-hmm. even then. I know that person. I know their heart, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think we just got to be careful with how we respond. We have to respond yeah. well. But yeah. I totally agree. I do agree in the sense that I think social media can be an absolute great yeah. tool, but we have to use it right. It's not It's not a platform. It's not a great platform to really understand perspectives of right. the other side. It's more of just shouting from different perspectives. Yeah. Um, but this is why things like this podcast where you mm-hmm. can talk and you can – achieve disagreement, you know, respectfully that, mm-hmm. that is the goal in some of these conversations. Right. Um, because we're not all going to agree. We're not all, but showing up and actually having those face-to-face communications and everything is critical to, you know, the church and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I can see, yeah, it, it definitely, when used correctly, you're right. Yeah. But interesting. Uh, the only thing though about, um, social media and more specifically less about podcasting or anything, but more so like, you know, TikTok or Instagram is I think you should have an idea of how these systems work. Yeah. Um, because you know, they are businesses. Mm-hmm. They, um, you know, they have a algorithm that mm. is meant to help their bottom line. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, to, to be aware of that, uh, you know, there's some, that's why I need to take a break every once in a while. Cause I know that they're ultimately they're leading me into a conflict or a, uh, a negative loop. Um, and once I get into that loop, <laughs> I'm like, okay, way. time to, time to pull the plug for a minute, <laughs> you know, um, reset. Yes, exactly. But, um, absolutely. It can be used, um, effectively, I think as well. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for joining me today. Uh, we will, um, continue the podcast next week. Got Easter coming right around the corner. So That'd be a fun any, one. any big plans for Easter, you guys? Well, my wife's leaving me. 
So she'll, <laughs> she's leaving Wednesday. Uh-oh. She'll be gone for a week. So I'll be crying just a lot. Just a week. Not, not, not really relieving you. Just, okay. No, no, okay. not. Okay. No, no, that, not. That, that would be a good place to throw yeah. that out to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> she's she's staying somehow. I convinced her to stay. But no, she, yeah, she'll be gone with her family for a week. So, you're so I'll just be. to go golfing. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> next weekend is what you're telling me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, outside of, uh, outside of the egg drop. Let's do it. Go. Let's right. do something. Okay. Very <laughs> okay. good. Brandon. What about you guys? Uh, it's family, 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 and then um, church, egg drop, and that's pretty much it. You yeah. Know, it's, yeah. I mean, I think we have our evenings pretty filled with- Good like, Friday? You guys coming to Good Friday? Yes. Oh, yes. silence. <laughs> um, yes, we actually <laughs> Eric have- said probably not. <laughs> somebody um, that we mutually know from uh, young adults that is getting baptized. Yeah, baptized. Awesome. Yes. So yes. cool. Yes. So cool. Excited. Can't wait. Got some youth getting baptized too, so it'll be be incredible. Very good. Well, you guys have a great week. Thanks. 